And we are live for the 59th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Loves Luigi. And tonight, I'm with the two A's, Andrew and Alex. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, well, it, it, look, guys, it's it's finally here. Hey, it's spring finally training. here. It's spring, spring training. Pitchers and catchers, as of we're recording this on the night of February 12th. Pitchers and catchers reported this morning. Uh, you know, Garrett Cole saw him in that nice uh, new Yankee spring training hat. You know, Gary had a legendary quote that we'll get to. Um, you know, we got to see a little Booney press conference. Um, a lot going on in the world of baseball. Austin Romine, who's now in the Tigers, has, I mean, a beard that it looks like he's been growing for like five years. Um, you know, it's honestly unbelievable. There's a lot, lot going around spring training. Um, I'm just happy baseball's back. We got a lot of great things to talk about. Um, since the last time we talked to you, um, which was like a week or so ago, Mookie Betts indeed got traded to the Dodgers. Um, he got traded, then he kind of didn't get traded, then he got traded again. So, you know, just wild. I mean, we said it. I said it last show. By far the wildest MLB offseason I could ever remember, and it just it's it's pretty much over now. But man, it's the Mookie Betts Mookie Betts trade just really capped it all off. But we're gonna get into all of that. Um, but first, let's start off with just our storyline of the spring. Like what? What's our main kind of, you know, headline we're looking at for the spring? We'll start with you, Andrew. Um, what's your main takeaway? What's the main thing you're looking for? Go ahead and in the spring training as pitchers and catchers reported this morning. All right. Um, might as well just get the bad news out of the way. Um, obviously, since the last time we parted as well, um, we got hit with the James Paxton news that mm. he had um, back surgery. I think they said he had like a cyst removed, which is really scary, actually. But yeah. um it dated back to his uh, his last start in the 2019 regular season in Texas when we thought we, he might miss the playoffs because he was hurt, but they, you know they treated it and um, it just it got worse as he started ramping up for for spring training. I know people are mad that he should have had the surgery back then, but like you know when he wasn't as you know when he wasn't pushing himself to the level that he was in recent weeks, it wasn't hurting him. It wasn't a problem. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We got to deal with it. Um, for me, the storyline stems off that injury. Uh, it, it opens up a, an extra spot in the rotation, at least until May or June, probably June. Um, and the Yankees might as well just take their time with, with Paxton. Um, I, they, have nothing, they have nothing to gain and everything to lose if he misses more time than projected. Um, it's going to be who, who fills that fifth spot in the rotation. Right now you have um, Jay Happ, who was you know, looked at potentially being traded, uh, and obviously it makes sense now why they didn't because they, they had concerns about Paxton and they couldn't risk going down two guys. Um, so the battle will be between you know, Jonathan Malizga, probably will be Jordan Montgomery. Uh, I'd be surprised um, to see Eddie Garcia get much of a shot. But I mean, even a guy like Mike King, who I really like, uh, if he if he has a really good spring training, you know, kind of like how we've seen in previous years, the Yankees gave Adam Warren like starts at the beginning of the years because uh, he had really good spring trainings like Brian Mitchell never likes it. It, it, it. You never know who's going to surprise hmm. in spring training. Uh, so th- those are, um, that, that's what I'm focusing on. Brian Mitchell, talk about a blast from the past. I thought he was going to be the next great Yankee reliever for a time. Wow. Um, do you guys remember when he got stuck playing first that one game? 
about, I was about to say, I'm not sure if he had a brighter future at pitcher or at first base. Yeah, that was a wild, that was a wild game, man. And then he had to oh, go back man. and pitch, and then it lost, right? Yeah, then he blew it the next inning after that. And he also dropped a pop-up, too. Yep. I was about to say, that was such a shit show of a game. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, Alex, storyline of the spring. Um, so, honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was, like, the impact that Gio Urshel is going to have. Just because he was one of everyone's favorite players last year that wasn't named DJ LeMayu. Um, because he just came out of nowhere. And, like, you know, everyone knows about him already. But, like, I'm just interested to see how he does in his second year because he's always been um, unreal defensively. In uh, the two years he was with the Indians and then he was with the Jays in 2018 for a few games. And then last year he was just so good defensively. Um, so he I, – I don't think it would be any, like – it wouldn't be a stretch to expect the same type of defense from him, but the offense was what, you know, surprised everyone. So I think it'll be interesting, one, to see, like, how the Yankees handle his playing time. Like, is he just going to be the everyday third baseman? Is Andohar going to be around there, like, playing third? Are they going to switch off? Um, or And just how he, you know, uh, starts off in the spring with – his offense, like spring training, I think we all know is not very telling. Uh, all you have to do is ask Greg Bird. But yeah, spring training, Greg too. Bird and Tyler Wade, spring training Hall of Famers, first ballot. <laughs> as, as Luigi said on this podcast, Greg Bird is the, and I quote, the king of spring. He really is, man. It's like, like wow, this guy has 13 home runs in 10 games. Wow, he's going to have a great year. It just sucks. Um, yeah, so, Piggy, are you done, Alex, with your spring? Was that yeah, all you had to yeah, say? No, okay. I just, yeah, no, I just – I wasn't going to let you talk anyways, but, you know. Was, yeah, no, I just – I'm excited I'm excited <laughs> to see, like, how Gio does just because. He yeah, was, no, Gio's – it's going to be interesting, you know, to see if he could just, you know, obviously not, not even, like, repeat what he did last year, but just, you know, almost be on that same, like, plateau, be on that same level, just not regress to kind of what – his career like average was before you know baseball reference has him like uh projected to kind of progress but they still have him hitting um to it like a his, they still have him as a 808 ops with 17 home runs so like not bad yeah yep. i'll take that sign me up <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. right. if he plays defense anywhere close to what he did last year yeah sign me up um kind of piggybacking up piggybacking off what alex said my most interesting, my spring storyline is Andujar because, you know, here's a guy who obviously, I mean, to say he played, you know, he had 47 at-bats last year, basically missed the whole year. Um, you know, obviously the whole Geo f- uh, phenomena just coming in and being like our everyday third baseman, you know, a lot of people forgot just how good at the plate Andujar was. And, you know, you've seen Andujar taking some balls in the outfield and, you know, you kind of get the sense that like you know, they're trying to find a spot for him, but. Yeah, I'm just really interested to see if he could a regain regain that uh, 2018 form and b if you know like if there's gonna be a spot for him you know if DJ and Geo if you know there's just he might just be the odd man out in this on the stack team and that's that's what happens a lot because Boone said that he plans you know he plans on DHing Stanton a lot so 
you know, Gio at third, Stanton DH, you're kind of saying, wait, where does Andujar fit in here? But, I mean, uh, knock on wood, I hope we don't have anywhere close to the injuries we had last year. But, you know, if, if there is an injury to either you know, Gio or whoever, you figure Andujar could step in. Not in, the, not in the outfield yet, though, because I, I don't even want to think of that, Andujar in the outfield. But, yeah, yeah I'm really What you don't want to see from him is, is him end up, getting uh, the, the Clint Fraser treatment. The, right. Hey, we know just you can play, but we don't have a spot for you, so we're just going to force you into the minors. Like, or stash yeah. you on the roster and never play you. Yeah. And, well, does and he like, even have options? Just, can they even move into the minors? He's definitely got options. I don't yeah, know off the top of my head, but like, he's, he, yeah. he definitely does. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, to go with that, the Yankees also don't have a lot of openings in the outfield. It's not like they're putting right. him there out of necessity. They're just trying to find uses for him. Because they already they're already gonna have um, even on opening day they'll have Gardner, Stan, Judge, and probably Talkman, and then and also maybe Frazier. I I have a feeling that Frazier's probably gonna start in the minors again, just because he's, again the, he's yeah. not gonna be happy about that. No, he's not. But again, where Crypt, exactly? Cryptic do tweets are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! You know what's crazy? We we could potentially see, uh, I mean, not this year, but I mean, I, I really hope for Clint's sake that it doesn't extend this. But I mean, theoretically, we could see a triple A outfield of what Clint Dominguez and Esteban Florial. Like, can you imagine if those guys that caught means, up to Fraser? How pissed he'd be? He'd be. That would really have to, That would take a lot of stuff to happen. Well, Dominguez is 17 now, right? I mean, if like, we're trying to win the if we're trying to win the Triple A championship, I think we should ro- roll with that outfield. <laughs> I think we should be focusing on the Triple A championship instead yeah, of the MLB. That's, that's the main. Well, I mean, isn't that the main hey, focus? Isn't that hey, the goal? Chris Carmelly hit the game-winning home run, I believe, when we won the Triple A championship a couple years ago. So, Fun never fact. forget. Harm does harm. If you're ever at a party and you just want to impress people, just say that. <laughs> um, guys, uh, Garrett Cole finally saw him in y- Wait, Yankees. Wait, have Garrett Cole? Uh, I, th- I think so. That's what, um, that's what my computer screen's telling me. But yeah, Garrett Cole finally, you know, on a, a Yankee field in Yankee apparel, throw- throwing the baseball. Um, that's what he does. Like, wow. It was, I mean, it's, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. You know, it's. It's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. It's, well, first of all, a little off topic. What do you guys think of those hats? Those new spring training hats. I. I'm very like torn. I don't know what to think of them. I don't have an opinion on them. Yeah, but, like, like they suck. They're awesome. With the Yankee old like, hat, hat bat logo on the yeah, NY, I don't awesome. know whether or not I like them. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I'm like. There's not enough like. By them. The, I, I like, like the idea. Like, a couple more weeks. I like the idea of having like the Yankees bat and hat thing mm-hmm. as the NYY thing, but at the same time, it's like it's not obvious enough that it doesn't just look like the thing made out of a little bit of color. Yeah. You know. Hmm. I mean, you're looking at it in a picture on someone's head at an angle. If you had the hat in front of you, I think it'd be pretty clear. Well, like, yeah, but really how many? Pe- how, yeah, but people are looking at the hat. That's kind of exactly the point. They're at a distance. No, but I'm saying you're looking at it, you know, in, in two-dimensional, like on, on a computer screen. If so you are see you. it in person. <laughs> right, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm no, saying. No, dude, Andrew's in, in Tampa this morning. What do you mean? <laughs> He's on the field. Live, live from spring training. 
I'm actually locked outside of George and Sam Renner Field right now. <laughs> sleeping like, sleeping in your car a... waiting for it to open up tomorrow. I just have a pillow next to this trash can right here. Oh, man. Um, Hang on the trash can if you need food, Andrew. God, I'm getting started. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll just, since you mentioned it, let's go. You guys see uh, the AJ Hinch interview? Oh, yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> he tries to play cool, and he, um, he tries to play right so, like, calm and collected and just, like, professional. But at the same time, you can just see how hard he's trying. Yeah, Not like, like it's crying. very obviously an act that he's putting on. Like, bro, you got caught, and now you got to mm-hmm. face the music, and he was he, not having any of it. They just, like, blink twice. He also twice gave zero trouble. straight answers. Like, there were so mm-hmm. many yes or no questions that Verducci asked him, and he instead spent, like, five minutes basically saying maybe. But, I mean, even Aaron Boone did that today, too, because mm-hmm. I was, if, I'm sure you guys watched the presser. Or you know, watched, saw clips of it afterwards. Yeah, but listen, every question he got was about the Astros and cheating and well, what if. And you well, think, and he and he's like, at a certain point, he's like, guys, come on, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. The no, only thing that he gave a straight answer on was, um, like, you you guys were very vocal about them doing something last year, and he's like, at least I felt like we had a reason to say what we were doing because you know it was yeah. justified. Well, no, and I don't I don't blame him for kind of just doing that because it's another it's a new year. You know, the scandal was also three years ago. So, like, just... He wasn't the, even involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wasn't even the manager then. So, like, at this point, like, I think everyone needs to move on. Mm-hmm. From, from like, a managing standpoint. Every, the Astros are still going... We don't to need to get, move on, but they need to move on. We don't have to. <laughs> and, like, the actual... The players won't because they'll still be mm-hmm. throwing every pitch they have at the Astros, which I... Can I'm we okay talk with. about how funny that is though what the Astros dealt with today because they reported the spring training too and, and again no, and none of them like were available to talk to they weren't allowed to speak to the media and they had yeah, like because security they barricades. because they know that one or two of them is just gonna like basically like do the right thing morally yeah. by apologizing they're saying no no no, 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 no don't do don't that, do that. Like, don't yeah, do, like that's Marwin I Gonzalez finally, came, Mar- finally came up yesterday and like apologized for it which is a good sign. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go count my money. Yeah, I got. Well, maybe he didn't get like a fat, you know, but like he got we- a nice little two year deal from that. The weird thing about him though is that he actually had better splits on the road than he did at home that year. He had sure. much better power at home though. Like, didn't it take him a like a while? Didn't it take him like a while to get signed too? That offseason, like he like kind uh, of a bit. He wasn't a free yeah. agent after that offseason. He was a free agent after 2018. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, but but even so, like I remember when people were talking at the beginning of the offseason. We were even vocal on this podcast that he made sense for us. You know that people yeah. were looking at he might get like five years, eighty million dollars, and what he signed for like two for twenty. That's what I'm saying. Like there was a time where like it, he was like. You I mean, know, DJ signed for two twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah, but DJ had the oh he's only a course product hanging yeah, on. That that won't be the case when he's he a had better next year stat, if he's a was, But he also had the cores bias right course banquet beer uh this gary sanchez quote today um it's pretty incredible okay maybe it's, it's, the rounds went pretty viral um you know, he was asked way. about jose altuve's home run in ALC game six yes if i hit a home run to send my team to the world series they could rip off my pants they could rip off anything <laughs> i mean 
and you're really not going to get. I mean, you're really not going to get a better. You're really not going to get a better quote. Like no. you know, just to open up spring training, like that. That's what like when I read that, I was like, yeah, okay, spring, Yankees baseball's back. Like spring training's back. It's, this and the is best great. part about that is you know Gary just absolutely hates the Astros. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? You know. That's, you know it's funny. I saw the MLB. They had like this. They have like this. You know, they they're doing this fan cut. Like who is the best fans? And one of the polls, I forget who the Astros were playing, but they lost. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have they, an upset. I'm were, like, yeah, no shit. They like, were against pigs. the Rockies. Yeah. I remember I voted the Rockies in that. <laughs> Everyone just voted against the Astros. <laughs> we had an upset. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, wow. Can't believe that. They yeah. should do worse fans. And uh, the Astros would be down there with, like, White Sox fans. Like, just, yeah. just the cancer of society. Yeah, the, the amount fans. of... The amount of Astros fans who I've seen just like completely be like, yeah, like we just completely own it and be like, oh, cry. I'm like, yeah, you people are idiots, you know? Yeah. I don't, like, I luckily don't know any Astros fans, so. I'm, I'm you guys not... see that, that, that one guy who was, um, I think he's. Some, oh, like, yeah, that one guy. The talk radio guy. And he was just so pompous about it. It was like months. I think it was in November, December. He was so pompous on Twitter. He's just like, oh, did they cheat? Probably, and I'm glad they did, because blah, 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 like, all this. Big boomer. No, he was calling out calling out John Boy. He's like, Yeah, oh, that was Astros or Andrew. Oh, yeah, the Astros was hate actual, John was an actual, like, Houston sports radio host. Oh, really? Yeah, a guy who does, Astros, like. Oh, okay, Astros are in the does, same like, exact thing. No, <laughs> but it was, like, a, a reputable guy. Like, who this guy was like, actually kind of crazy. Oh, good. <laughs> Let me see if I can get it, because. This guy was a fucking prick. Eh, you have that in common. <laughs> hey, oh. Roasted. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so, you know, we already touched on James Paxton, uh, out three to four months. So uh, that was announced like four or five days ago. Not ideal. Uh, not, not, not great. Ideal. That came out of nowhere too. Which yeah, was, that I think, was re- a real swift kick in the nuts. Just, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I just looked at my phone like, oh, okay. Like five days out until pitchers and catchers yeah. report. Um, figure that's the type of thing that, like, obviously, you know, you can't control mm. when these things happen. But you're like, dang, can that happen in like November, December? Well, and you know, spe- especially like, since yeah. that was part of the th- that was like went along with the problem that he had with his back at the end of the season. So mm-hmm. there's not much you could do about that because I think the Yankees went the right route by basically saying, giving it time and hoping it would heal on its own. Instead of just automatically electing for surgery, and like well, they gave him they gave him medical they gave him treatment like shots yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, no, that's what I'm they saying. They had specialists come in instead of just automatically opting for surgery. You obviously try and see whether or not it'll heal on its own, but it's just a shame that it that it like took this long to realize the way that this is going to get better is with surgery. And yeah, it sucks too because it's the kind of injury that only reared its ugly head because he was ramping up his workouts. Yeah, and exactly. you only do that as you're getting ready for the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did it in the off season, you know, maybe. Like, first of all, he would have gotten hurt earlier and needed the surgery earlier, which would have been to our. our which benefit. would have been even worse. But, yeah. but no player does it. No player gets ready to report to spring training on January 4th. Like it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We want to talk about um the MLBs proposed uh. 80 teams getting the postseason idea. It's terrible. Next. <laughs> um, 
It is one of the worst. Andrew, didn't Andrew not hate Andrew, didn't you not hate it? I don't hate the setup of it. I kind of like the excitement aspect, but I don't like that half the league makes the playoffs. If you go back, I think they said like the last half a decade or something, there would have been three or four 79-win teams make the playoffs. The Red Sox and the Mets would have made the playoffs last year. In 2017, the Royals and the Rays were both under 500, and they would have made the playoffs under that. Last year was interesting, though, because the AL was very top-heavy, and Mm. you had teams um, like like the the Indians. The Indians would have made it, and I I forget who was next after the Indians, like in the standings. Yeah, it was the Red Sox. It was the Red Sox, yeah. They would have gotten in, too. I, I do like the fact that it incentivizes you to be the best wild card team. Like if you're not going to win your division, if there's another team better than you, at least you, you can be the best wild get a, card team. You get a, and you get a home series too. Right, and it's and it's not two and one. It's I believe it was in the three game series, like the wild yeah. card series. Home team hosts all three games. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say like, how would they do that? Like, like you know, two one. But yeah, that makes sense. It's not. It could be worse, I think. But my problem is the fact that they, like Manfred and everyone, just keeps trying to change the game. Right. If it, if it just, was something unique out of nowhere. Keep, yeah. Just, but just like, just keep it how it is right now. Right. I and this isn't everyone, even like, like Boomer Alex. Like they're not, they're changing the game. Blah 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 blah. Like yeah. you do, like you're justified because he he adds something new or tries to change something every single year. The thing that gets me is like, they only started implementing the wild card games in 2012. They've it's been eight years. Like this isn't working. This isn't working. Yeah. But it's obviously working. Like mm-hmm. dude, a team that plays I, I just wild think the, card the, game the that was losing team. in the ninth inning. The MLB one. team just hate the yeah. single, like the wild card one game. Like they just hate one that. Of, and I, I get it. No. And I get it too, because it is kind of unfair, but from yeah. a, like from an actual like entertainment standpoint, one of the best moments of the entire playoffs was the Soto three-run single in the NL wildcard game this past year. I mean, it feels like a lot of post just be like one of the best games of the postseason, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I, mean, I get I, it I, from I, a Brewer standpoint. Like you want to like oh I oh get no, to and I totally get it too. But just time. think another like if you make the play like see like think, in the, think about like the think NBA about the like a lot going on too. Alex. I said think about the A's too like the last two years they've won they won 97 games in 2018 and I want to say it was close to that this past year. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Let me see one second. It was 97 again. Um, but. Yeah, they won 97 games two years in a row and got knocked out in the wildcard game two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And this, the thing that I think the thing that like the teams hate about the wildcard game is if you make the playoffs, these like especially you know like the front offices and the people who run the smaller franchises, like they want those home playoff games. Like you bring in so much money from hosting just one or two home playoff games, you know, yeah, just exactly. tickets, sales, and just everything. So like a wild card game, like if you're not hosting and you lose, like hey, you're you made the playoffs, but you didn't even get to host a playoff yeah. game. Like see you next year. And for a lot, like, a lot of those small teams, guess what? You're probably not making it back next year because you probably have like a eighty million dollar payroll and mm-hmm. probably just had like a great year. And 
exceeded expectations. Unless so you're a team why, like the Rays, who just goes like everything is dysfunctional with them. But see, like this, this new proposal, if like you know the like obviously like the war seed wouldn't you know it'd be three games on the road. So like that still wouldn't solve it, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, man. Like, the four my, like, the my fourteen thing, teams making the playoffs. I don't know, man. It's just my you can have so many reaction, average teams in the playoffs. Like, it's just my immediate reaction to this was it's almost like they're copying the NFL playoffs. Oh, that's right. what it's modeled after. Yeah, exactly. Which you have one even the mind. NFL. What is it? It's twelve out of what? Is there thirty or thirty-two teams in the NFL? I don't even know. 32. But like, okay, twelve out of thirty-two. Like this would be what? Fourteen out of thirty. Fourteen out of thirty. Even in the NBA, like the NBA, people were saying, oh, like, well, more than half the teams in the NBA make the playoffs. The five through eight seed in the NBA has not made the finals in like over 20 years. So if you're a five through eight seed in the NBA, it's basically like, yeah, you basically have like no Yeah, but shot. still, that also is not exactly the greatest marketing standpoint from the NBA playoffs. Yeah, but, but, but the counter argument to all that is the NHL is in the same boat. I mean, the Golden Knights well, don't. Well, Two years like, ago, hockey's so unpredictable. Like uh, an eight yeah, seed, yeah, but, like, but you had the you had the like, LA Kings at eight yeah. No, they were an oh, eight seed and they won. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. It's, I just I hate. Like, the I don't idea. think there's anything wrong with the MLB playoffs. Like that's no, the thing. No, not. Like ooh, and like so I was saying, the whole the the fact that they're trying to change something about the game every single year kills me. Like, you know what confused me too is the you get to choose your opponent. That's so that's whack. Yeah, like that's, that's you, you know what's crazy too is that if they actually implemented that, you have a. I mean, there is an interesting dichotomy there because you know the Yankees Twitter. It's like the team you know, they. You no, know, no, but right, you give someone an ego, but like you know, I don't want to call out people on Yankees Twitter for not being intelligent, but a lot of people are like, oh, the Yankees will just pay, play the Twins uh, in the in no, the first round. Gonna... It's like, it's like, what happens if you if you play the Twins in the first round and you set yourself what if, up? And what happens if the, the Twins round? have a better record than the Yankees do? And they go, oh, well, the Yankees have beaten the Twins a lot in the playoffs, and then the Twins sweep them. But, but that's how's that like, but see, like, you, the almost whole... have, you almost have to have the play the long game, right? Like, yeah. if you play, if you choose this opponent, you set yourself up to play either this team or this team in the second round should you get there, as opposed to if you take a, 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 maybe a less favorable matchup in the first round, now you have an easier matchup in the, in the ALCS, something like that. So, like, you, you could play that game, too. But then but you just, get, you know, an ego thing. But, like a team thing but, just, dude, but, Andrew, just think of it. Like, I feel like every MLB team would just play it safe. It's like, oh, who are you going to pick? It's like, we'll just pick the team with the worst record. Yeah. Like, we're not like we're not going to overthink this. We're not going to be like, oh, well, maybe we match. Like, I'm sure, like... You know, well, under the system that they, they, they like, set oh, up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, I, oh, I, you match up, I we match up better with this idea. team or whatever, but... If you're the one no. seed and the seven seed sneaks through and they, they won 81 games, like... <laughs> it's like the 78, the 78 and 84 uh, Marlins make it in the NL playoffs. It's like, no one seen it. It's like, oh! Playing the, like the Yankees who won 104 games. <laughs> I mean, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> My God. Can you imagine that though? Like, oh, here eighty and eighty-two versus like a hundred eight and fifty-four. Well, I mean, that was almost like what the uh, I think it was the two thousand six playoffs or the two thousand six World Series. The Cardinals had eighty-three wins and they won the World Series. The one of the three titles the Giants won. I think they were in the eighties, but it was probably like eighty. That was the that was twenty fourteen when the, it was the Giants and the Royals and they both won the wild card game. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants had like eighty nine. Didn't they? Did the Giants go even years or odd years? I forget. Even. Even. Yeah, it was what a casual. Wow, casual, casual. <laughs> casual. 
I don't like who even knows what year. It is. I mean, it's it's the year 2020. Like, I'm, it still doesn't look right. Like, you know, like who even knows what year it is anymore? Yeah, I mean, I was watching um, the Aaron Hernandez documentary uh, last week, and they were talking about you know when he was playing. It's like, oh, you know, he had this big season in 2011. It's like, my God, that was that long ago. Like, yeah, right. You're like, wait, you're just like, wait, that was two years ago. What do you mean, 2011? Uh, like, yeah, he's been dead for two ago. years. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Almost. Time flies, man. Time flies. Well, anyways, enough about uh the murder documentary. On <laughs> <laughs> back to baseball. Uh, back to baseball. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That's what's the. Uh, I mean, this kind of has to do with what we've just been talking about, but. Man, that Trevor Bauer, I mean, hats off to that guy. Yeah. I mean, talk about fighting a good fight. I mean, geez, he's definitely going to get fined. But yeah, just, just, just because literally taking a dump on the MLB about. and Rob, Rob Manfred. Like, my God. Just everything he said was so true. Yeah. Just. No, and I, I have a lot of respect for Like, Bauer is weird. He went. He MLB went, just restricts, just like, the, like random... you know, the sharing of video. It's just ridiculous, man. Yeah. No, the weird thing that I think is like Bauer went from the weird guy who cut his hand on a drone <laughs> to like two years later becoming the voice of Twitter. <laughs> oh, it really is incredible. Like he, like he, yeah, two years ago, like oh Bauer, that guy's uh, that guy's weird as hell. Like, like, but now it's like oh Bauer's the man. Yeah, he just took his shit on Rob Manfred. The 2016 playoffs, I think, was the ones where he cut his hand with the drone. I thought it was before the was World it 2017. Yeah, it was before. Was it was it was during the no, ALCS against the it was the, Cu- it was it was the Cubs. Yeah, it was before the Cubs World Series. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Um. Gary looking pretty slim in a lot of these photos. You know. Wow, he's actually not fat. Um. How about this? Will I think Andrew would love to talk about this? How about Hey, when everyone thought Herrera, they gave Herrera number 13. Oh, my God. And Yankees Twitter just absolutely freaked the hell out. And then it turned out it was just a mistake. And he's actually number 12. Dude, but Everything's even if he okay was 13, who cares? Yankees Twitter is just going to always complain. Like, no matter how well this year goes, no matter how. They're just going to be like, well, this guy's number 13. Mm-hmm. Time the to sky get the was falling. Out. Everything was, was, was ruined again. When God. when Paxton got hurt, right? Like this guy can't stay healthy. Cashman mm-hmm. is a is a lame duck GM for not doing anything other than Simon Cole. It's like, good God, man, can we stop with this? Okay, first of all, he didn't trade Hap as an insurance policy for Paxton. Yep. That was literally the entire. It's reason. almost like a Captain Hindsight moment, but it really is like, yeah, good thing we didn't trade Jay Hap. Wow. Yeah. No, he he literally four. said <laughs> one of the reasons he didn't. Like in the past few months, he hadn't made a bigger effort to trade Hap was because he wasn't sure about Paxton's health. Yeah, good thinking by the cash god, right? Yeah, shit. Yeah, it's almost Hap- it's almost like a guy who's been the Yankees GM for twenty odd years knows better than a random people with an iPhone and the Twitter app. You see, that's where I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Alex. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yankees Twitter okay. is definitely a knowledgeable place. Actually, no, Yankees Twitter is all losers, and they all have Androids. Right, Luigi? Yeah, man. Imagine having an Android. Wow. Kids these really days having their Androids. Um, all some... kids and boomers having Androids. <laughs> um, some notable spring <laughs> guest instructors. We got Matsui, Bernie, CeCe, Ron Guidry, Pettit. 
Mr. October, Mo Swisher, Willie Randolph, Tina Martinez, my one of my favorite Yankees, Alfonso Soriano. We got a stacked list there. Paul O'Neill couldn't make it. He's definitely golfing. Um, <laughs> all spring. He's I think definitely I told, like three miles away. I think I told it. you guys this, but like there was like a charity softball tournament. Um, you know, ten minutes away from where where I live, my brother was there, and like. You know, a bunch of old Yankees, former Yankees were there. And Paul O'Neill was just patrolling around on the golf cart, beeping the horn, just having a great old time. I mean, that that guy just lives the life, man. Wait, Luigi, Luigi, do you live in Florida? Mm, no, I've never actually been there. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Great, that uh, what? Uh, well, what? Oh, uh, 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 yeah, fun shoveling snow. Um, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Um. Man, I just, I'm just spot. I've literally watched this video of Garrett Cole just like tossing the ball like about 80 times. Like, and I might watch it mm-hmm. 80 more times before I go to bed. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, man, Tanaka looking. Um, these spring training picks are so. Everyone just looks so happy. I can't wait till everyone else reports too. It'll be great. I can't okay. wait. Yo, Tanaka looks so different than he did. As... Right? Dude, I was just saying, like, look, Tanaka just looks, like, so happy and, like, just, yeah. like. No, but did you see GQ, GQ Tanaka, like, a week and a half ago? He no. posted a photo on his Twitter. He was, like, modeling for, like, Hublot watches. And he had, like, spiked, uh, no, he said he had, like, frosted tips and he had this this thick chin beard. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 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 like a square rectangular one, like a Kevin Millar type thing. <laughs> he looked so... So like, like I said, GQ, and now obviously he's back to his normal, you know, crew cut and no facial hair, like everyone is at spring training. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a week ago. Yeah, it's like yeah, who, who's still rocking the facial hair? I don't know. Austin Roma is rocking the facial My hair. God, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I, I just, I literally like just ha- I had to mention that at the beginning because like I was at the time looking at the picture and I just, I got I lost. I could not believe it. <laughs> I, I just, I just, lo- I got lost in there. I mean, it's, it's so thick. Like literally the moment the season ended, he was just, he just literally took his razor and just put it in the trash. He was like, yeah, if, um, I'm out. I will never be using this again. Yep. Um, something else that made me sad because you know we have you know we have like a few you know fan favorite Yankees like the part of us. This you know, podcast e- is now becoming Luigi's depression hour. I mean, you know, <laughs> I just look, man. When you go on the Reddit baseball, you know, baseball Reddit, and the first thing you see is just a picture of Didi smiling at his press mm-hmm. conference. Like it's it's kind of hard not to just be like, ah, man. Yeah. And it's so funny, like, all the comments were just mostly from Yankee fans being, like, you know, words of encouragement, because we all still love D.D., you know? We, How can you not? Man, that was one of the toughest things. I, just, like, knowing, like, when that's, you know, the way the season ended was so, so terrible, but, like, you just, we all knew D.D. was gone, you know, because yeah. he just wasn't that good at all last year, and you, you just knew. You, you hoped like, that no he wasn't, but in like, in, like, the back of your mind, knew. you knew. Yeah, it was, you really couldn't even mm-hmm. fight it, you know, you understood it. Um, anything else we want to talk about tonight? Um, it's almost spring training, so let's enjoy it and not get angry over little things. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> angry over every little thing. Every little thing. Um, yeah, man, I, it's here, man. It's here. Go. Um, 
I'm excited. We're all excited. Um, we're going to be putting out a lot of content on for, through the pod, through the website, through the Twitter, through everything. We're, we're going to be putting out a lot of content this year. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but Garrett Cole is a Yankee. Um, You're a liar. Yeah, I still don't believe it. until he pitches in a regular season game. I still won't believe. It. Yeah, it's like loud. Oh, okay, this, get, this isn't real. It's like as Garrett Cole's ho- hoisting up his eighth Cy Young award, he's won with the Yankees. I'm like, oh, is, is he is he a Yankee? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, still, still not real. Oh, let's uh, let's really quick talk about uh, Mookie Betts because uh, you know we want to we also want to focus just more on baseball in general. You know, obviously the main focus is still going to be the Yankees. But we just want to cover the rest of the league, too, because, you know, baseball is a great sport. It's America's pastime. Why not? Um, yeah, so, guys, Mookie Betts. Uh, Andrew kind of has a hot take on this. Uh, go go ahead with your hot take, Andrew, because I just completely disagree with it. You know, oh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, no, me, I, He's back no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. Uh, I honestly didn't think he was ever going to re-sign with the Red Sox, so... At worst, we'd have to face him in division for one more year. Uh, I just think our team is as well positioned to win the World Series this year as we've been since we did in 2009. Uh, So for him to go to arguably the most difficult opponent for us, I mean, in all likelihood, the Dodgers will be who we face should we make it to the World Series. Um, That sucks. Um, And I'm more worried about that. I think he would do more damage against us in a short seven-game series than he would against us during the regular season in 19 games for a team that probably won't be all that good anyway. Um, so in that lens, um, I don't know. But I'm not all that worried about the return Boston got back for him. So they're not really going to be better off long-term. Uh, I mean, unless they redistribute the money that they would have given him an extension to like three or four players this offseason, kind of like they did in 2013, everyone hit. Which Alex still to this day gets his blood boiling, right? Alex, I know you're big fans of Ryan Dempster, Shane Victorino, Mike Napoli, all those guys who just had career years. Yeah. So unless that happens for Boston next year, Uh, I don't. Can we? Can we go? Can we do some investigation on if the Red Sox were banging trash cans that year? Because like some, some, there was something going on, right? Like there was no way all those guys were that good. I mean, and then the the next year they went. Ben Fenway, it's basically one giant trash can. (laughs) He's banging the field. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, like I see what you're saying, Andrew, with Betts, but like, I, I just the yeah, fact I, that he's just not on the Red Sox. And he, I he's understand most the mindset, but I understand your point, but you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, but no, like just him not being on the Red. Like, I'm still not over the Red Sox just not paying him. Like, it, it is Betts in my opinion, second best player in baseball. Like, he's the best player in baseball other than Mike Trout, and you just don't let guys like that walk. Like, it, it's there's been so many like instances of like owner like where you people can call the owners cheap and stuff and I think this is basically the cherry on top that mm-hmm. is like the call like the calling of yeah this this is a this is a big problem. It's like look look we you all know look, what? We, we, fuck, we, we look, look we fucking hate the Red Sox but it's like look you guys aren't a poverty franchise. No. You guys have won four titles in the last 15 years. Like, well, you guys are acting like poor all of a sudden. They also, you know if what? they this had better the health this year, they could, have made, they could have gotten a wild card. They yeah. could have competed this year. Yeah. But, but here's instead, my gripe with, with calling them cheap. Um, because I think the Red Sox would be okay spending 
$300 million, if there weren't such stringent penalties uh, for exceeding the cap of what, 219, 220? Because it's lighting money on fire, dude. I mean, if there was, yeah, if it was an uncapped sport, time, the people no, 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 who own the Red Sox are part owners of Liverpool who literally haven't lost in the Premier League. This right, year. Like, but, but I'm saying if you're doing fine, dude, they if, paid. If, yeah, but if you go to a store and something's posted as four dollars and everyone in front of you buys that same item for four dollars and you get to the register and and the cashier says you owe me seven fifty, like you're gonna be pissed. So I'm not defending the Red Sox. I'm not saying like that they have an excuse for just handing away, you know, and a generational player, but at the same time, if they weren't so grossly taxed, and the Yankees did it too when we went through the spell, we didn't make the playoffs for a few years. If you're not so grossly taxed for exceeding the cap for a few years, I mean, money wouldn't have been an audit time. It's not like they don't have the money, but I mean, you don't want to spend X dollars and pay 150% on that. You know, I mean, I, I think that's shit too. So that, yeah, and that's the, a problem the, of the, the CBA. The difference between the Yankees and the Red Sox is the Yankees didn't win a playoff game for four years and then sold off. The Red Sox won the World Series two years ago and then sold off. I mean, man, how often do you see a team win the World Series and then the next year, and then like have by the August, they're, they're fire extreme, their right? GM? You know? Yeah, so, so, so your argument then is that they still my, could my compete this, this year? My thing is that teams should be more like there's not too many teams now that are like their sole focus is being competitive yeah but i don't know if i if i buy that because i think the red sox saw the writing on the wall saw that they're they they had the red a sox last season. year had a lot of bad luck and a lot of injuries right mm-hmm. but if they also they are not getting healthy, if they're like yeah. if their entire rotation had been healthy they could have they could have easily been a wild card team but dude, you got to think about all factors because Price isn't getting any better. He's not getting any younger. Sale had arguably the worst year of his career, yeah, and his so extension just, his extension kicks in next year, so he's not getting any younger. And, and then and then they're gonna have to pay guys like Ben Intendi and Devers in arbitration coming up, and they just gave Bogarts a twenty million dollar year contract extension last year. So I mean, you can't give every single player on your roster twenty million dollars. You know, so like, so I think. I, I think they, they realize that their championship window, as currently constructed, like exactly how it's constructed, may have been fading. So the way to reboot it quickly is to trade off one player who is going to cost more than literally anyone else in the roster and fill it in a year or two. And, and yeah, but, okay, the thing is, what they gonna, get for him? Two like decent yeah, prospects. No, the th- the you know, it's not like they got a haul to, for him. If you're going to trade a generational player, you trade him to get. You trade him at what he's worth. You don't attach him to another guy who's getting a lot of money and basically salary dump him. Mm. Th- that's the problem, right? But yeah, again, that's that's what the problem. One that's like control. that's like the Angels trading Trout by attaching him to pool holes just to get rid of the contract. But but I mean, you got to also think about the fact that he only had one year of control, and there's no way he was going to sign an extension with this team unless they gave him, you know, yeah, know five hundred million dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's when you trade him on his own and get a lot more from the Dodgers. Than what they did. How much? My point is, how much more were you going to get considering only one year of control? They could have. They should. They should. They should have, they should have traded them at the trade deadline last year, and they could have gotten a king's ransom from. I think if they had not included price in the deal and just said bets, and I think they could have gotten another like, they could have gotten another top prospect. I don't know, man. LA is weird. They just lost Ryu and Hill, um, both left-handed pitchers. I think they they view price as an addition, not a burden. No, no. And I know they, I yeah, know they I, do that, but you can't tell me that they also took on a lot of Price's money to lower the prospect cost. And Boston's still eating half of the money. 
Yeah, I was about to say it's half. That's a lot of, still a lot of fucking money. Yeah. LA is getting priced for fifteen million dollars a year. Um, I mean that's that's Wait, good value. Really for price, as long as he's healthy, that's not bad at all. Bro, like LA won the hell out of that. I mean, obviously, anytime oh, yeah. whoever gets a Mookie bets get wins the trade. That's how it goes. But I mean, got, just getting price too. LA and only gave up two bets price, or LA got bets in price and gave up literally no player that's going to impact them this year. And who who else did didn't they get a? Uh, they else? got Adderall to get yeah, because uh, he was supposed to go to the Red Sox and the Red Sox were just like, no, we we don't want him. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> so instead they got. <laughs> no, I thought it was the Twins who who dragged ass on that. No, it was the Red Sox. It they was the Red Sox. Because oh, because he had he had um his physical was like non conclusive, right? Yeah, his arm is basically a time bomb. <laughs> they were like, no, we don't want this reliever with a hundred mile per hour sinker. Like you yeah. take them. They're, they're like, all right, Dodgers. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll all right, take sure. them. <laughs> yeah, like we don't. It's like, oh, his arm's a ticking time bomb. Like, yeah, well, we just care about this year. Like, we, you know, we we got Mookie Betts for one year. You know. But who knows? I mean, that's going to be another, like, you know, who knows where Betts goes after this year if he re-signs. Or if he's How just funny big. would it be if he signs an extension with the Dodgers, though? I mean, shit, it's, it's I mean, I'm not, like, who knows how things go? He hasn't even played a game yet. He hasn't even reported for spring training, but it could happen, you know? it's No, I just think it's funny because his whole thing was that he wanted to be a free agent. With when he kept the mm-hmm. reason he wouldn't sign the extension was the Red Sox was because he wanted to be a free agent. Yeah, but if the Dodgers gave him a deal that he would have gotten in free agency, exactly. then it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone like Bryce Harper, Manny Machado knew that no team was going to extend them. I mean, what did the Nats offer him? Ten. Nats offered him for, ten three hundred. Yeah, but with deferred money in there too. Yeah, and, that's true. And I know he, and, and, he got and, a lower uh, A, dude. It's like we'll open yeah. an ice cream shop and under your name down the street. And he's just like, poof, that could be a deal breaker. So I think that's realizes like, oh man, I could top $400 million if I get teams bidding over me in free agency. But if the Dodgers come and say, hey, we'll give you 13 million, 13 years, 375 million, <laughs> I, think, I think he would just be like, okay, yeah. I was about to say, if Dodgers come in, yeah, we'll give you 13 million. He's going to shut the door in their face and say, <laughs> he's going to demand a trade automatically. Like, um, Get me out of here. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so. Yeah, at the end of the day, thank you. good job, Red Sox. Uh, you know, like I'm look, I'm in any sport. I just believe, and when you have a guy who's a generational talent on your team, you give him anything he wants. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Like, uh, it's generational the Angel, talent. The Angels did that with at all. Yeah, it's what you have to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's let's lock up this player who we probably won't have another player like him for maybe 20, 30 years, and we'll figure out the rest later. You know, the Red Sox. You know, there's always risk. Um, for sure, for sure. But I just, I just believe in securing. Like, if you have a top player, just securing him. It's simple so as that. Would you, would you consider Nolan Arenado in that class? Because he, the Rockies are fucked for the, giving him the contract. And they're trying to move him after one year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I, he, okay. In their defense, thing, like, they did. They did sign. They did give him that contract after making the playoffs in back-to-back years. Right. They didn't realize that this year would just be an absolute train wreck for them. But, like, let's say the Dodgers, whatever they do in 2020 is irrelevant. Let's say they give Mookie a gigantic extension, and then they fall off. Like, you know, they start losing. Like, by then, Kershaw will be gone. Uh, Kershaw, let's say some Kershaw, of their own. Kershaw might not be gone, but he'll be old. 
Yeah, right. So, I mean, and you're going to have to pay Bellinger, too, by then. He's going to be um, in arbitration. Um, you know, you're going to have um, Seager will be gone. Um, yeah. Seager's going to get a decent amount in arbitration, too. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe maybe giving him that extension. Obviously, you hold on to him, but you have to make sacrifices to hold on to a player like that. Yeah. Um, and and that, that, that's the kind of tightrope you walk, right? Like, you can't lose a player of that caliber. Like, the Angels cannot give up a Mike Trout, but if they could get four players that can add a combined war better than what he's providing on his single deal alone, then obviously they're better off with that package, but you can't fathom choosing those four mediocre players over the best player in baseball. Well, it also depends on how much the other players are making, like, salary-wise. Right, well, the four of them combined are, are making more than uh, Trout, there's no point. You have four guys making $10 million, and they can combine for 16, 17 more. I mean, Mike Trout's not achieving that on a 37 Yeah, million but, yeah, that's fair. I was just going to say that, like, but Trout's more marketable, but it's not like MLB markets Trout at all. Right. <laughs> yeah, MLB, MLB doesn't market anything, you know? Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun year, man. Um, God, the Red Sox really traded away the second best player in baseball, guys. <laughs> wow. This is, I, I'm still just laughing about it. It's pretty crazy. I, 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 I'm at the point where I actually feel bad for, like, specific Red Sox fans. Yeah, no, I was about they, to say. They just I've won so the many, World Series. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, yeah. I don't feel bad for I don't feel bad for him. But I've seen I have seen like a lot of Red Sox fans on like Twitter and just social media in general being like, like how the fuck could we do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Because it's one of those things where it's like even if you know going into a year your team's like yeah like we're probably not going to win the championship this year, but hey at least we have like one we of still the best have players hope. in baseball I get to watch. The right, Red like, Sox always, had hope and then they had it just yanked out. Like that's team. always a thing. Like when you have like a player like Mookie Betts like. You'll literally watch a game and be like, just every time Mookie Betts gets up, like, all right, here we go. Like, he's yeah. that good. And just, like, obviously, you know, they still have some some good pieces. You know, J.D., Ben Attendee, like, they still have some good pieces. But now they don't have Mookie Betts. It's... Have we seen people bitch about um, the Yankees not being able to top the Dodgers offer on Twitter? What? You know what? I haven't, but if I looked for more than, like, 30 I'm not, seconds, I'm I'd not even find surprised. some stuff. No, I'm sure there is, you know, people who, yeah. who don't realize like, so that the Red Sox aren't. I'm sure there are. I really haven't think, Oh, okay. I was going to say oh, that. Andrew, you brought up Arenado earlier. I've seen people, yeah, a lot of Yankee fans say we should try to get Arenado. As and, a counter then, to the Dodgers, too. But then what do you do? You have to trade Gio in there? Or you keep yeah, Gio I mean, as the defense? Look, I mean, you don't look, even need him as a defense replacement. Arenado is better than Include Andujar and make Gio kind of like a utility guy. Yeah. Cause he play, he's played shortstop before. He probably can handle second. Uh, didn't he play right field? I feel like, a bit I, feel like you, I feel like if you put probably Gio did. behind the plate, he would just start making like insane blocks and just. You and know. then Yankees Twitter would be saying yeah, that behind the plate. Him into a catcher and that tra- and trade Sanchez. Did you guys mm-hmm. see uh, Gary's new new one knee stance behind the plate today when he was catching I, the ball? I, I didn't see it, but I saw someone tweet about it. He looks Correct. very agile, and it's probably going to help with his groin injuries too. Like, I know I, it's I, probably Andrew. It's probably you and Slack that, right? Didn't you say something about it? Maybe, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, other uh, something else I heard a few days ago is that once the uh, international signing period begins, 
in the summer, the Yankees are supposed to sign the top two catchers. So that's good. It's pretty nice. So that means Gary's out. Um, pack Gary's bags. Gary sucks. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the rule on um, limitations? I know there's the the bonus pool money that could be traded, but I thought if you exceed the cap or like you go over the maximum spending or whatever it is the previous year, which the Yankees definitely did to get Dominguez, um, that you get penalized the next year. Hmm. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, the, speaking of Dominguez, man, every time I see a video of that kid, kid's a tank. Kid's an actual 16. Yeah, he is. Is, I'm not, did he turn 17 yet? I'm not sure. I think, I think he, he just turned 17. I saw some post like a birthday message for him. I'm like, oh, wow, he's he's 17 now. Wow, he's just getting up there in years. Um, Anything else we want to close the show with, fellas? It's been a good episode. Covered a lot of lot of things, you know. We've talked about AJ Hinch. We've talked about. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang oh, on, hang Alex, on. Alex has something to say. Um, say. I just got a notification because MLB Trade Rumors just posted a thing saying that the Mets tried to get bets before the Dodgers did, and literally <laughs> the reason that the that the trades the talks broke down was because the Mets didn't want to move McNeil. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> You know that sentence um, reported by Joel Sherman was that the Mets weren't open to moving Jeff McNeil for just a year of control of bets, and they also wouldn't give him to the Indians for Lindor. What? The Mets wouldn't trade McNeil for Lindor. That is hysterical. Dude, that is peak boomer ownership. That is this guy is is classic Mets right there. That's incredible. That's uh, like, so funny. The guy, so Jeff McNeil is, is just like they, fucking they offered be all Pat, end all. The Mets offered a deal of Nimmo and JD Davis and then a prospect for bets. And the Red yeah. Sox said, no, we want McNeil. The Red Sox hung up the phone in 0.2 seconds after hearing that offer. <laughs> now, you know that SpongeBob meme where it's like, oh, I have three, like, that's the Mets negotiating. Like, oh, I have $2. The, the uh, Mets also would have wanted the Red Sox to take on either Cespedes or Jed Lowry. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not dealing with Cespedes. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay, get the hell out of here. Well, Cespedes already was on the Red Sox. Yeah, he was. It's a train wreck. That's so funny. Like Jeff, like the thing of Jeff McNeil, like Jeff McNeil is already like 28. Like he, he's, yeah, he's old. like, he's not like a young, like, you know, up and coming guy. And like, yeah, he's, he's solid. A, but he's like, not a 22 year old. Yeah. Stud. He's, he's old. Like Mookie Betts is literally young. I think younger than Jeff McNeil. McNeil is 27. He turns 28 in April. And how old Mookie is? Uh, yeah, Mookie's younger than him. Is he really? Yeah, by like 200 days. That's incredible. Yeah, he is. That would add that. He, tur- he turns 28 in October. Imagine saying that, like, no, we want Jeff McNeil, even though he's literally older than Mookie Betts, and Mookie Betts is like five yeah. times better than him. I can't believe that. He's literally won an MVP. 
what is what is Brody doing? Or you think that's like a that's like a, a Fred Wilpon thing? Like no that's, batting that's, average is all that matters. Honestly, mis- like I think Mr. Met must have answered the phone call and <laughs> been on the negotiations with that. That's oh, brutal. Shit. Like imagine being a Mets fan and just like reading that and just seeing like like wait what? No, there's Mets fans that are delusional enough to support that. I think. Like I'm trying to almost configure like a Yankee comparison. Like imagine like oh yeah we you know like you, like you know, as as well, give great you, as give you look, a look sharp for DJ LeMahieu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, no, look, I'll look, do that. look, as great <laughs> yeah, exactly. as like, as great as Geo is, it's like if you found out, it's like oh yeah, we didn't get like a Nolan Arenado or a Mookie Betts because like we wouldn't trade away Geo. It's like I'd be really yeah, you'd be like sitting there like look like I love Geo, yeah. but. Come on, like uh, yeah. Gio's never gonna be Nolan Arenado or Mookie Betts. Like, mm-hmm. come come on, like what, what are we doing here? Pretty sure I want to say my dad said um, a couple days ago someone called in to WFAN saying the Yankees should trade Gio and cash considerations to the Cubs for Bryant. Hmm. It does have two years of control, right? I mean, I, I I'm for it, but you know, I don't think it's, the Cubs a, ter- the, it's a terrible <laughs> trade for the Cubs. Why would you trade cash? It, why would you give the Cubs cash? That that's the that's the point. Ca- you know, cash. You're taking on Brian. That guy yeah. ca- that guy cash considerations has been traded a bunch, huh? He's in <laughs> trades like every year, man. It's crazy. And like every sport too. Wow. I just like to think when, you know, you have a trade, like, cash considerations, I just like to think it's like, all right, here's this player, and here's, like, a bag of, like, 200000 um, in cash. There was a guy a couple of years ago who, like, was traded to someone for cash considerations, and it was literally for $1. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah, forget it, who it was. It could be, like, millions of dollars, but it could also just be, like, 10 bucks. Like, yeah. Wait, was, was it the Yankees? No, it was, like, the Brewers and... The Yankees legitimately gave Matt Thornton away for for free. Oh yeah, just because... it's one of those one of those waiver options. Like if someone gets claimed off waivers, like revocable waivers, you can yeah. um, oh, you yeah, take yeah. them off waivers. You yeah. can trade them, or you can it just relegate like the team that claims them. Brad Mills traded from the Brewers to the A's for one dollar. Oh my god! <laughs> imagine, imagine how like terrible you must feel. It's like, oh, what'd you get traded for, sweetie? A, a dollar. Hundred <laughs> cents. <laughs> oh man. A bottle of water. <laughs> oh god. Well, I think that'll just about do it for this episode, unless we have any closing thoughts, any more random baseball things we want to bring up. Not that for me. Yeah, I think I think that's just about it, but. Yeah, we're going to be, you know, now that spring training, we're going to be potting a lot more regularly, getting out those, you know, position previews, starting pitching, bullpen, just doing it all, season predictions. Going to look at, uh, you know, once they release a lot of the Vegas odds, we're going to look at those, do some over and unders. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And, but yeah, that that's the show for Luigi, for Alex, for Andrew. This was the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.